Welcome to the Loftus Party, everybody. It's a sing-along. Follow the bouncing ball. Russia, Russia, Russia. North Korea, Russia. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Rushy, rushy, boom. Russia, Russia, Russia. It is the the never-ending song. How's it going? What? That's the never-ending song of what? It's the never-ending song of the people on the left. Russia, Russia, Russia. North Korea, Russia. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. North Korea, Nazi. It just keeps going. It just is in a constant loop. Ready yep. for Russia, Russia, Russia to come back? I think. I think, I think so. That we're almost through. We're almost on the other side of Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Yeah. And then it'll be time to go Russia, Russia, Russia again. What was and the Mueller investigation? And then it'll be time to go, to go back to the uh, North Korea, North Korea. I don't know. Then Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. The Norks have been doing something today, so maybe it'll go back to North Korea and then Russia, Russia, Russia. Yes, I'm trying Maybe. to I'm trying to work out the entire song. So far it seems to be Russia 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 North Korea Nazi 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 Russia Russia boom. So, we'll see. Right now I think we're uh, on the end of the last refrain of Nazi Nazi Nazi. Can we be pleased cuz that's just tiresome. Oh, it's it's perfect. It's it's a perfect little trap. Okay, so so much going on in the news. Hard to figure out how we want to open up this conversation. So I'll uh, I'll open up with what I think is the big one. This the this is the big one there uh Liberty Gypsy for the first time MSNBC is the number one cable news outlet in total viewers, not just the demographic. They've been they've been making great strides. They've been number one in the demographic f- for a couple hours Rachel Maddow, but for the first time in the history of cable news MSNBC, number one in the demo and in total viewers. That's terrifying. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, if I you think, sit, th- I mean, if you sit and you think people like Joanne Reed, who are literally conspiracy theorists on the on the same along the same lines as Alex Jones, I mean, she just makes stuff up, and that's yes. getting more total views, I, 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 total viewers. I mean, it's like. Uh, you want to talk about domestic terrorists? They're terrifying people with what they're talking about. And it is beyond – well, it's gotten it's gotten past the point. I do this bit in my stand-up where I feel bad. Like if you're getting your news from the New York Times and MSNBC, I feel bad for you because you've got to be like totally scared all the time, just oh, terrified. Yeah. You're totally terrified. I go, I turned over to Fox News and I sleep like a baby. Gets a big laugh. But yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'll do it tonight. I'm doing a show tonight and I'll do that bit again tonight. Yeah. However, uh, I think the majority of the nation is just completely terrified. It has worked. They've been, they've been calling people on the right uh, Nazis and white supremacists since uh, the days of Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, George Bush was a Nazi. Mitt uh, Romney. Mitt Romney. George Bush, too. Oh, let's you know what? And, and here we go. Here we go. I'm so glad you said that. Mitt Romney. Oh, that was shameful. I, I tell you. That was I, absolutely I no, shameful. I got zero love for that dude. I used to have a little bit of sympathy for him. Like when he had that dinner with Trump and he looked all meek and mild and he's like, this is awkward. I'm like, ah, oh, poor Mitt. You're a good guy. And even when he came out and had that press conference against Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the election, I'm like, ah, oh, you're kind of a jerk, kind of a jerk there. Now he's gone too far. Now he's gone mm-hmm. too far. It's, if this was Fiddler on the Roof, I would rip my sleeve and I'd be like, <laughs> I have no mitt. I have no mitt, Romney. 
Oh, no. Mm. Uh, basically, you know, in the last week, what I've seen and, and what, you know, maybe some other people are picking up on that don't read as much as maybe they should because they only listen to sound bites. The New York Times and CNN have both done complete puff pieces on this little group known as Antifa. Okay. Um, and the Washington Post basically said in an op-ed, it's okay to be violent against these kinds of people. Well, like that whole punch a Nazi go. thing is going wide. We are, we are, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because mm-hmm. I definitely want to talk about that. Okay. However, uh, I just want to let, let it, uh, I was about to say, let it sink in, but I'm kind of done with that one. I'm so I'm done with, uh, nothing burger. I'm done with snowflake and I'm done with let that sink in. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I find it boring and repetitive and like, let, I find it boring. Let that sink in. So there has been, uh, I almost said organized, but but maybe it's. I, I, and sometimes I think maybe it is organized. We're oh, gonna I call. Do. We're gonna call Republicans Nazis. We're gonna call Republican Nazis. We're gonna call Republican Nazis. Uh, and of course now they've got uh, Donald Trump, and he has uh, repudiated, repudiated, rebundated, but He's come out against David Duke. He's come out against the hate groups. So blah 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 blah. And it doesn't matter. It, the guy he can he can he could go up he could go up and punch David Duke, and someone from the Washington Post would be like, mm, he didn't really hit him hard. I was gonna say he didn't put it all into it. He didn't really like lean into it. That mm-hmm. was kind of like a, a, a love tap. Why didn't Donald Trump knock him out? Why didn't Donald Trump use his left? And this is embarrassing. Uh, I uh, I voted for Trump. Which, uh, I know, I know. This is, uh, this is it's shocking. I, I found out over the weekend that officially makes me a Nazi. And, uh, I am not prepared. I am not. I don't have the hate in my heart, really, to make it happen. I look like in brown. This whole thing, yeah, I can't really do it. The whole goose-stepping thing. And then I don't even, like, the Sieg Heil? Ugh. I don't even think Hitler liked that. Right? If you look back at old war movies, you know, got, like, all the Nazis are kicking! And Hitler does this little, well, like, little flip one. Like, like, he's embarrassed for them. They're all like, Finish Heil, He's like, oh, sh- are we still doing that? Is that fucking still a thing? I never should have made that up. That was sh- I should lose the mustache and lose that. That's not a horror. fire! Okay, whatever. Hold on. Yeah. So it's it's boring. It's blah. However, it appears to be sticking. Uh, it appears to be working. MSNBC number one in cable news. Everybody, the whole Nazi CBS, the CBS Evening News, dedicated an entire program to Donald Trump's uh, Charlottesville remarks. Well, and and here's my thing: I, the whole show. I I know, but what he said initially. I was 100% fine with 100% okay. and I don't, I'm not a big Trump supporter. I critique him when I think he needs to be critiqued and I support him when he does something good, but the left will not call out these far left communist protesters. Okay. 
he called out both sides. Both sides have some serious issues. And I will tell you this, you know, in the state of Georgia, the six guys named Bubba up in the sticks don't terrify me nearly as much as these kids with masks that come out en masse off college campuses wanting to start trouble. That's what they're doing. They're coming with two by fours with nails in them. And the left is like applauding them. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, and this the the thing about Trump, which he has been very, very consistent on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he likes the ladies. He grabs them. But OK, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> he's a he, he ran. I'm the law and order president. Mm-hmm. I'm the law and order president. And so to his first remarks where where everyone is losing their minds and I've gone back to look at him again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like what what he didn't like about Obama. I always thought Obama was too quick to pick sides. Right. Like when those cops uh, caught that uh, dude breaking into the house and it turned out the guy lived there, but he he was assaulting the cop and they arrested him. And then, well, I guess those Harvard cops learned a thing about racism. Well, it turned out the cop that, that was that got in trouble was the guy who taught uh, racial justice in the police force, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, you can make a lot of criticisms like Obama was always uh, quick to take a side and, and, and put his foot in his mouth. But the newspapers, they, they never called him out. So I, like you, very much like yourself, I'm like, well, good for Donald Trump. There was bad, there's bad people on both sides. Mm-hmm. And if you, and if you think, and if you honestly think, and this is the thing I've been, I've been really waiting on this. And even maybe now it's too soon. This is supposed to be, I, I last time I checked, this is supposed to be a, a comedy <laughs> A comedy podcast about right. politics. However, this is going to happen. I, I liked I, – there wasn't like uh, – let's say there was 2,000. Let's say, let's say there was 2,000 Nazis uh, marching with their little torches and I feel bad for the Tiki company. I actually so feel I. I, like I need to run out and buy a Tiki torch mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of – kind of support him because right. now it's synonymous but did like you, those, did those you nazis didn't just show up those nazis didn't just show up and start beating people up no they maybe. didn't just show up and just start let's get on let's get that guy let's get that guy they were These a confrontation permitted protest start. they were a permitted event the counter protesters were not they just showed up and if you needed proof of that what we just saw in boston Mm-hmm. What we just saw in Boston. And th- those weren't even like Nazis talking in that little gazebo. No, they there was like a dude running for state senate uh, who was a person of color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was there was like Black Lives Do Matter was there. And like two, 20,000 people showed up like, well, we're not going to have Nazis in our town. There were no Nazis there, you douches. <laughs> there was none to be had. Well, the best- you were protesting ghost Nazis. Then there's nothing worse than a ghost Nazi. Boo, Heil, boo, Heil, ghost Nazi. <laughs> well, the best I saw was them harassing a, a young man who was literally wearing an Israeli flag over his shoulders and calling him a Nazi. That was I, – I was actually nervous when I watched that clip. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's on Twitter. There's this young man appears to be in his 20s walking these anti, I guess we should call them anti-Nazi uh, protesters. They were really anti-free speech uh, protest. This kid's walking through. He had a Trump hat on, some kind of flag. I think it, you're right. I it think it might have been a, an Israeli flag. Mm-hmm. And they're going at him. And I'm like, this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. 
Well, I mean, officers finally came in and separated him, and I saw somebody stick a cam, you know, mic in his face and say, why are you here? He's like, I'm here because I support freedom of expression, and it would seem they can express themselves, and we can express ourselves, and we don't need to clash like this. This is silly. I mean, they also, there was a young man, I think at Syracuse University, who came with his college Republican hat on. And went to the vigil for the young woman who died in Charlottesville. He got chased out. Yes. Like you're not allowed to be here just because you're on the right. Screaming Nazi at him and everything else. Then I was watching Fox News today. Young man walking down the street has a certain kind of haircut that's sort of fashionable. I mean, I see he it all stabbed. over. He got stabbed. Because of his haircut. Somebody said, are you a Nazi? Before he could even answer, he got Stabbed. Stabbed. There is a there's a video I saw on uh, YouTube. There, oh man, I wish I could remember the guy, the the Twitter guy, who's like uh, Trump's. He's one of these people who's like Trump's playing 4D chess and everybody else is playing checkers. And but he's like Trump has everybody talking about uh, Antifa now. And if you want to know what Antifa does, and this guy shows uh, security cam footage from. The Antifa people in uh, San Jose, Mm -hmm. the Antifa people in, uh, uh, I think, Arizona, other places where they stab people. Mm -hmm. Like they they have freeze frames and like, here's the guy with the knife. Keep your eyes on him. And then then the guy just – he's the the traditional black hoodie, mask, black skinny jeans and literally is trying to kill a person. He is stabbing a person. Mm Mm-hmm. However, we have, uh, you know, CBS News and and all these other news outlets, uh, and the and the New York Times, and and it's literally it's literally out of uh, George Orwell's 1984. Which the irony is is delicious. The irony is delicious because everybody talks about Trump's a fascist and it's turning into 1984, and they don't realize they're the ones doing it. Right. The New York Times did a big article about, oh, there's this little group, this anti-fascist group, and they're looking to get peace through violence. Really, yeah, no, peace, that doesn't work. Peace through violence. That doesn't work. That's it's like literally a quote from 1984, mm-hmm. peace through violence. So it is really con- – dis- I was about to say dis- – well, maybe just They call each other comrade. Well, uh, and then I, I, wish, had- I wish I could paint a, paint a rosier picture. You had what? What did you have? <laughs> and I had all of these people. When those tweets started going out comparing these idiots in Charlottesville to World War II vets, I nearly lost my mind, Right. And then I actually, I'm like, yeah, the jerks waving the Soviet flag are just like my grandpa. Are you kidding me? He's rolling over in his grave, <laughs> right? Yes. And then I have people coming and telling me, well, we fought with the Soviets in World War II. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, I give up. I like, could you could you just go read a book? Just go read a book on actual they can't. history. They can't. Oh my they god. They have no time for that, and and it's it's really. There is no history. There is no history. History is right now, and I am uh, I am awaking to that uh, to that new reality. There is no no one teaches about uh, how communism has killed more people uh, than than anyone else. Okay. Like socialism is the number one destroyer of life. Absolutely. But but however, uh, Nazis Nazis are bad. Can't say it enough. Nazis are bad. Nazis are bad. However, 
uh, communism and socialism have killed way more people. If it's a, if it's about a head count of how many dead people, uh, we should talk about that. No one teaches it. No one. It's it's you're in the now. You're getting your quote unquote news from the news sources at NBC and MSNBC. And I know I sound like a crazy person. I know I sound like a like a. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. Like I've been doing this for a few years now. I started out with the little TV show, and then we started the podcast and all this other stuff. And I am uh, becoming more and more aware of the problem. The way I'm going to try to solve it is going to be a little bit uh, a, a a little bit different. Andrew Breitbart uh, was a flipping genius. Politics is downstream from pop culture, and we are getting. Uh, we are getting our, our butts handed to us in the, the pop culture phenomenon. So you think the logical step is, well, let's move to the Internet. We'll move to the Internet, and it's all free and wonderful and awesome, and that's what we're doing. You can Here's how you can help. Here's what you can do. Uh, if you want to have a laugh about politics and maybe learn something or be entertained, you can go to theloftestparty.com. Do that. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like the Facebook uh, page. You can follow us on Twitter, and you can, more importantly, share the information uh, with the people you know. The grassroots thing totally works. Look at look at what the Tea Party did. Mm-hmm. That just grassroots people talking to their friends. So that's that's our plan. Now it's it's going to be uh, pop culture. It's going to be politics. It's going to be sex. It's going to be small businesses. That whole thing. I do not want to wrap myself up in the mantle of purely being politics. Why is that? You say, Mike. Why is that? Well, a bunch of conservative websites are going to start disappearing. Now this this sounds like total uh, Alex Jones stuff right here. However. Every once in a while, you uh, stumble across something and you learn a little bit. There is a new uh, Google announced that they're doing this uh, this new endeavor. Uh, Google, they've teamed up with some wonderful, wonderful folks, and they've started this new project called ProPublica, which is going to identify uh, hate speech. This is under the guise of they're going to identify hate speech. Uh, websites and they're going to start shutting them down and taking away their advertisers uh, and all this stuff. Now, uh, the ProPublica coalition is Google, Univision, The New York Times, BuzzFeed, uh, um, The Root, Latino USA, The Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, and others. And what they do, uh, this is a very new thing. Uh, look it up, ProPublica. It's, I, I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee it's on Google. It's under the guise of, uh, oh, we're going to find out if you're a, a hate speech website or not. If they if they designate you as hate speech, they send you a little letter, they and which pretty much says, uh, hey, we we see you've got some advertisers on here. Uh, what would happen if these advertisers went away? And where do you think you would go? It's it's literally like the mafia coming by by a deli a delicatessen a delicatessen a delicatessen and going hey nice little deli you got here it'd be a shame if something happened to it right so I am not uh, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy however we know Google and Facebook they have dialed down uh, right wing sites so I am going to try as hard as I can. Uh, to have the loftiest party, and this is really what I want it to be, and it's a good reminder uh, to you and I and mm-hmm. to, to everybody who's helping out. It's like 
we have to be uh, pro-entrepreneur, pro-capitalism. Uh, we have to be pro-pro-pro, uh, pro-doinking, uh, pro-everything. Well, uh, I, I don't mean, there's be enough, reactionary. There's enough websites out there that are anti-everything and have no problem telling you what they don't like, right? So yes. the Loftus Party theory is really about being for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you for? Now, now some, things, some things are mock-worthy, like you mentioned the Southern Poverty Law Center. I spent about a half an hour mocking them on Twitter the other night um, <laughs> just because they're the SPLC. But um, you know what I found out about my state is the largest hate group in my state are actually black separatists, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, Georgia, big racists we are. Yes. Um, yeah, the 13 identified black separatist groups. And they're all in major urban areas, right? <laughs> the ones that they identify as white supremacist KKK are literally out in the sticks. I think it's six guys named Bubba, and they gave them all their own dot. <laughs> yes. And, you know? and the Southern Poverty Law Center has a, uh, a map uh, that yep. they publish, like you say, with your little mm – -hmm. and uh, there was also some kind of like homegrown terrorist. I forget. He shot up someplace uh, a while Family back. Family Research Center. Yeah. He just like he, he, he literally used the Southern Poverty Law Center map that they gave him goes, oh, this one's nearby. Bang, bang, bang. Mm -hmm. And speaking of bang, bang, bang. And like if you're still if you if you tune into this because like, oh, they're going to make some jokes about politics and it's going to be funny, funny, funny. And this one isn't very funny. I just ask yourself uh, this question, like the deeds of that one Nazi in Charlottesville, <clears throat> those that guy goes crazy. He's a knucklehead. Uh, he's a criminal, and he's going to go to jail. Uh, and let's see how long he survives. Right. So he drives a car into a crowd, uh, kills that poor girl. And so his actions define everyone there. Mm -hmm. And everyone there is, you know, is a Nazi. And everyone who comes even adjacent, even in a roundabout way of implying uh, – that it wasn't just Nazis doing the violence, they're a Nazi. Ergo, all Republicans are Nazi. If you support Donald Trump, you're a Nazi. And Donald Trump is a Nazi. So that's that's what we're behind. Then you it's have the only Nazi I know with the Jewish grandchildren, but whatever. Yes. Well <laughs> he's a, he's he's what? a new Nazi. Uh, the, uh, the actions of the actions of that one guy in that vehicle define everyone. Mm -hmm. They de they define everyone. Yep. Then you flip to Barcelona, where uh, uh, Islamic jihadi kills a bunch of innocent people, and and once again we're back to they don't even call him a jihadi. They don't even say anything about Islam, uh, and it was it's a like van ah. attack. It was a van attack. A van kind attack. Of a, kind of a lone wolf kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You. I don't think you can have it both ways, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think the actions of one human being can represent everybody on one political side. And then the actions of this other human being, well, that was just a lone wolf. No, that, you know, I saw so many comments on that. And the best one I saw was one of the, one of those, you know, little short movies. And it was a clip from Friends. Here's the MSM, MSM going between Charlottesville and Barcelona. Pivot, pivot. Pivot. Yes. Oh, oh. When uh, when Ross was trying to get the yeah. uh, the the yeah the mm -hmm. the couch up the stairs. Pivot. So that's yeah. that's where we are. This is this, so we've established now where we are. Uh, MSNBC is number one now. 
in cable news for the first time ever. They have, I would argue, pretty successfully said that if you are on the right, you're a Nazi. And the right wing uh, conservative websites have just been given the heads up that you're not going to be the the, the little left wing mafia. Hey, nice advertisers you got here. You're going to be going away soon. So this for everyone who's listening, this is I, I wish it was I wish it was rosier. It's not. Politics is downstream from pop culture. If there was ever a time for you to support some kind of an artistic endeavor, some kind of, uh, oh, it's just a lighthearted look at the, at politics and pop culture, now is the time. I'm hoping to see a, uh, a, a huge uptick in uh, YouTube subscriptions, Facebook likes, and all this stuff. There's something you can do. And if you sit idly by and if you do nothing – it will only get worse. So I know this is like a real like Glenn Beck moment. However, I have a, I've got a I've got a boatload of empathy for Glenn Beck right now. Mm-hmm. He tried it. He tried it. So I don't want to start like a freedom army. It's going to be comedy. We're going to be ta- we're going to talk about we're going to talk about boobs in a second. <laughs> so don't don't freak out when you're like, "Whoa, I don't I tune in because of their edgy political coverage. Why are they talking about boobs?" Cuz it's going to be all of that. It's going to be entertainment. Uh, I ran into the, whatever. There, there's going to be entertainment. We're going to talk about the defenders later. It's a wild, wacky thing. Uh, it's never going to, I'm going to stay so far away from hate speech. And I, some friends of mine, they really, God bless them. Uh, they, they, they put their money where their mouth is on Twitter and, and on Facebook and it is getting bad. It is getting bad. My buddy uh, Steve McGrew, mm-hmm. stand-up comic. He's he's been very very vocal. Mudflap. In yeah, Steve Mudflap McGrew, and they're coming after him now. They're coming after Steve. It's starting to cost him gigs. Really? And yeah. Wow. Yes. I work. I work in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to. Uh, you know, like this is such a like an old liberal thing. You don't change the system from without. You change it from within. Right. So what I what I want to do is have an entertainment based. Oh, it's funny and it's politics and it's pop culture and it's sex and it's like that's what I want to do. And I want to work within the guidelines so that when people complain and they go, oh my God, the right is just Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh and this and that, that people on the right can go, well, there's that guy, uh, Mike Loftus. He does that thing, the Loftus party. That's kind of fun and funny. And he does uh, goofy songs with his ukulele and he does songs like Russia, 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 Nazi, 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 North Korea, Nazi, Russia, Russia, boom. That's, that's it. That's where I want to live. Uh, and so I can be a beacon to like, oh, you can't really shut him down. It's obviously comedy. You can't shut him down. Half the time he's talking about boobs and doggy style. You can't shut him down because he's a big, uh, you know, Nintendo uh, player and a big PS4 guy. <laughs> Literally, that's I'm, tr- I'm going to try to change it from within and be a beacon of hope. But Steve McGrew has been very, very vocal. They've He's had some gigs be taken away. He's hired lawyers now, mm-hmm. and he's so there's going to be lawsuits and stuff, and that'll be very interesting to watch. My other buddy, uh, Owen Benjamin, mm-hmm. has been very, very vocal, and it's starting to affect him now. And it's – you cannot you, – well, you can, 
But if you disagree, there are financial consequences. It's like that kid walking through, uh, if, if they're not physical consequences of physical violence, there are financial consequences, and they won't think twice about doing it. No. No, they don't. I mean, these the folks who – did you hear about the biology professor over in Alabama? No. Literally, they were snapping that, pictures in Charlottesville of the people carrying the tiki torches. This mm-hmm. gentleman got misidentified and had to spend like a week away from his home because the local police could not guarantee his safety. The university he works for said he was not there. He was at work. He said he was nowhere near Charlottesville. I mean, complete proof that that is not him. Still getting threatening phone calls. Still harassing his wife. Because there's only one side. I know, but it wasn't even him. <laughs> but that's that's what happens with mob violence. Oh, no, I know. You have this well, thing like, well, oh, my gosh, we just killed the wrong man. And then you, you just, you just, just kind of move They just stabbed a guy over a haircut. Yes. Well, Mitt Romney uh, is – there's only one side. Uh, yeah, that guy got stabbed over a haircut. He's lucky he's not dead. The, the person, that uh, Antifa person in Harrisburg – uh, who put the nail in the end of the board and stabbed the police force. Uh, thank goodness they just got found guilty. That person's going to jail. Mm-hmm. But it's – you well, they will... were going after cops today in Dallas. They were going after cops? Yes. It's too funny. I, I you, you look at – I always try to put my, myself on the other person's shoes. Uh, you look at other Twitter feeds of you know my entertainment industry friends and they're just – it's like yesterday – the protest in Boston was a giant success, a giant success. They shut down the Nazis. America, the citizens of Boston uh, showed up, 50,000 of them, and they held hands and they marched through the streets. And Nazis know there's no place for them in America. And it was a giant success. Now, if you go to my Twitter feed, which has you know political people from both sides, and the, I'm following everybody. You're like the Bo- the Boston PD is like, yes, they threw bottles of urine, they threw rocks at us, we arrested several people, fights broke out. Now the vast majority of the people were were not involved in fights. However, when when the head of the Boston PD is like, yeah, they threw bottles of urine at, I've been mad before. I've never been so mad where I'm like, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna pee in a bottle and throw it at a cop. I've never been that mad. I've never that's, been that mad at not, anyone. <laughs> exactly. And and I, I guarantee my friends on the left, and, I, and I'm not just saying that, but I, I have friends who are very, very vocal uh, about the Democratic Party and the left and what they're trying to do. They have no idea it happened. And when you tell them about that, they say you're a liar. And then you have to show them, well, here's the actual police chief saying it. Well, that was just a small – so – there is it the separation in media like literally you are in your own reality you're watching msnbc you're watching these other news outlets uh and life is terrifying and there's nazis on every street corner and it's really horrible so now more than ever is time to uh support little endeavors like this there you go now let's talk about boobs I'm sure we'll come back to this racist Nazi stuff, but we'll take a little break and talk about boobs. Playboy just did an article. uh, And yes, Playboy, they do some good articles. I'm just going to say it. So save your little, oh, you read the article jokes. Now, this was actually sent to me um, because I'm always like 
give me your weird and interesting stuff when you find it. And apparently millennials don't like the boobs. They are not boob men. Well, this is from – was the Playboy – I looked at it uh, briefly, but like isn't this from uh, Pornhub as well? Yeah, it's based on like, it's based on searches on Pornhub, at, which they can identify by gender, age, etc. Now, I'm with – part of the article says – and I think I, I agree with it, too. It's just a it's like a fashion thing right now. Mm-hmm. Like the world went completely bonkers for big boobs when breast implants became a thing. Right. And now we're into uh, big butts. And I will tell you this. I like big butts and I cannot lie. I, I'm ready for the big butt thing to be over. Really? I'm Yes. I yes. am, too, I, because I got nothing. well there there's nothing there like i got i got no assets well you could do what uh uh iggy azalea did and have some kind of implants put in there no they actually have have these things you can put in your pants that like give you no No, that's false advertising my buddy uh my buddy jason used to do a a bit about on that on stage that's false advertising like you already really advertising i'm married but no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that is advertising. All right, I just figured. No, it was, that that I is adver- having was... a having a, a, a like a butt uh, like a like a cutlet right for mm-hmm. your jeans to mm-hmm. to to show like you've got more booty. That's false advertising. I mean, it's listen. I'm not saying you're advertising like, hey, come on, let's bang. But it's like as a fashion sense, and I'm like, and I, and this is a joke for Christ's sake, right? Uh, you know, women with small boobs, they put the they put the the cutlets in their bra to make it look like they have. A bigger chest, and then they put the the cutlets in their in their jeans to make it look like they got a bigger boob. And then the joke is, when you get them naked, it's like unwrapping a crappy Christmas gift. You're like, whoa, that was false advertising. That's the joke. Whoa, yeah. Now some That's of those bras are actually water filled now, so they get the motion and everything. They're harder to well, spot. Hor- but I'm saying it's horribly disappointing. I I find Kim Kardashian's uh, ass, and I I love I love. A good ass. Mm-hmm. I a big big fan. Mm-hmm. That's too much. That's too much booty. And I think the trend is almost over. So it yes, these things that they, they they come and go. Uh, I like me some boobies. I like me some boobies too. And I don't and I don't I don't even mind the uh, fake ones. I think they look lovely. Well, to to a point, they can be over exaggerated. Oh, anything that looks like it hurts. Yeah, I, I'm not into that. Yeah. Like that picture that one chick I had with Roger Stone. Yes. Yeah, that's too much. If you are – if you're getting implants and you think you're going for some kind of record, stop. Don't don't do that. Don't. We don't don't need to set records. And that's like – there's girls – occasionally you hear about these girls dying. It's usually like in Miami uh, somewhere where they're getting these injections Mm -hmm. into their their asses. It's usually something horrible like – you know that sidewalk filler? Because it says silicone on the side. I'm not even kidding. You They're can look putting it up. sidewalk filler in people's butts in Miami? Driveway. Driveway sealant. What? Uh, yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally. I'm not saying it's an epidemic or anything. I'm not I'm not going all Oprah Winfrey and the colored bracelets thing. Uh, the upside down pineapple. The upside down pineapple? Mm-hmm. What's the upside down pineapple? Oh, we talked about this before. There's a housing development not far from me, and Oprah Winfrey picked up on this story about swingers. So if you went to the local Publix and put a pineapple upside down in your in your grocery cart, that meant you were a swinger. 
That's hilarious. It it wasn't real, but it was like this wives' tale around this very large development not far from where I live. And yeah, it was on Oprah Winfrey and everything. How can she fall for these consistently? It's like she had the, the big thing with the colored bracelets. These girls were wearing these colored bracelets, and each colored bracelet, each color means something else she'll do in the bedroom. If she wears this, uh, she does blowjobs. If she wears this, it's a three-way. If she does this, she takes it in the booty. If it, No, none of that was true. <laughs> However, so I don't want to perpetuate that. However, and if you if you follow like news of the weird or weird news or whatever, mm-hmm. occasionally you hear about some there's some housewife or some single girl somewhere who wants a bigger posterior and she can't afford to have legit plastic surgery, so they she goes to a party where some quote unquote plastic surgeon will inject her butt with like filler. And it's usually like uh like dropped you're back driveway sealant is uh it's like a silicone based and so they think it'll be safe and then you die of some horrible infection so enjoy the butt you have enjoy (laughs) the boobs you have but if you're going to change anything and make anything bigger uh, or make any kind of uh addendum to your physique i'd go with boobs because that seems to be the safe way to go clearly i the whole like you must want more butt really bad to let somebody do that to you. But anyway, it's not an yeah, epidemic. Well, it won't be on Oprah. It's all good. No, no. no. However, it's uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and cry about, oh, people don't like boobs anymore. Boobs will be back. Yeah. Boobs will be back. And it's like they got to write about something. I, I'm always amused like at uh, at Cosmopolitan. They always have those uh, sex tips. Mm hmm. Sex advice in Cosmopolitan. It's always like, slowly touch his wiener. Really? What an, what an, an incredible what a novel insight. idea. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not looking, reach over and gently tug on his junk. Really? Then you're saying that's going to turn my man on. <laughs> How long did you study? How long did you work? About, oh, mm, you know what? I've thought about it. Uh, le- oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad we ta- brought this up. Did you hear about this? This just cracked me up. They did a study, uh, some reporter, and if I already talked about this, I, I apologize. <laughs> Former reporter for the LA Times did this independent study because like, I guess women get unsolicited dick pics all the time. I guess it's rampant. You'll just open up uh, Twitter or something and then, oh, there's a dick pic. So this girl decided to do this study. Let's see how the guys like it. So she started like starting conversations with people on Twitter and on social media. And then she would send them an unsolicited picture of a vagina. And guess what? The guys were okay with it. They loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm so glad as taxpayers we didn't pay for the study because it's like, no, really? Are you surprised? Are you surprised? It's like, hey, hey, guy, what's going on? Uh, not too much. I'm almost late for work. Why? Here's a picture of my vagina. Hey, cool. So what are you doing later? <laughs> it's like <laughs> men and women are different. We are different. And it's okay. <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's awesome. I, I howled with laughter. Just- and like almost to, <laughs> almost to a man, they were cool with it. They're like, hey, nice vagina. <laughs> Did she really think she was going to get a different response? Was it really like, let's see if they like it? Like, 
you thought she they wouldn't? So, she was so upset with her results, right? Because right. that she decided – because it started out with she would have a brief conversation mm-hmm. and then just like throw in a picture of her junk uh, or, or someone else's. I think she had like models or something. I don't know. And then because all the dudes were into it, she's like, OK, OK. Now we're just going to do this. Now just like right out of the gate. Boom. Pussy. And the guys were still fine with it. <laughs> and she was surprised. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hilarious. Right. It was hilarious. Okay. So uh, we got our work cut out for us. Uh, and uh, and boobs, are, boobs will be back. Uh, Steve Bannon is mm-hmm. back at Breitbart. I see this as nothing but good. Nothing but good. I'm there just, is zero downside. I am just glad the position is gone. You know who first held that position, don't you? Uh, someone in the Abraham Lincoln administration. No, someone in the Obama administration after he created that position, and her name was Valerie Jarrett. What's the name of the position again? Chief strategist. Chief strategist. You have a chief of staff that is kind of your strategy partner and like – all the other cabinet people are supposed to be helping you with strategies related to their expertise. This like standalone position, it was just a way to get Jarrett into the White House because she was never going to be confirmed. Um, so, yeah, it was a made up position to start with. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, well, uh, he he did his he did his thing. Mm-hmm. He he was definitely he was definitely hip to how a lot of Americans were feeling. Uh, and and helped out and helped get Donald Trump elected. Let's see what happens uh, now that he's at Breitbart. I know I'm paying more attention now. Yeah, well, he's back. He's he's back at. Breitbart. I want to see what happens. He's back at Breitbart because that's where he came, he came from. Do you think he ever really left? Do you think that? Nope. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't and think so either. I, you know, I think most of the stuff that was coming out in Breitbart. Um, Related to the inner workings of the administration, probably came directly from him. So, uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't think I do. And, and here it's—I didn't even finish my sentence. <laughs> like literally, I didn't even finish my sentence, and you were all—you were just all quick, so quick on the buzzer. What do you think I was going to say? Hmm? Oh no, I was finishing mine. It was—I think you were going to say anything. <laughs> I was just like, I really do. I did. It was just I like do. a period. The end of the sentence. Uh, I don't think he was making the decisions in the White House. I, I think I don't think he had very much like to go after health care first. I don't think that would be a, uh, a a Bannon thing. I really don't. No, it would have been trade. I yes. Think. Yeah. Yes. And it's funny how North Korea has gone by the wayside. How uh, Trump's tough talk, the fire and fury, that worked. Mm-hmm. That worked. And then all this uh, Nazi stuff comes up so that nobody's talking about putting North Korea in a box. North Korea Nazi, Russia, Russia Nazi, North Korea Nazi, Russia, Russia, boom. Yes, and it was funny. They had some guy on uh, Fox News this morning talking about uh, the president's lack of strategy for North Korea and lack of – and it's just the same old, tired – I want the president to have a well-articulated strategy against, literally, insert North Korea or ISIS. Well, As a, a well-articulated strategy and working with our allies and only with our allies can we keep 
insert North Korea or ISIS from getting these weapons. He has to use all the tools are uh, available to him in, a, in an effort to stem the attacks. And we have to figure out how we miss this. And it's unacceptable. It's the same tired shit they've anything. been shoving. To, I, I, oh, you, it's, it's the general. It's like the policy politician talk that and, and you could I swear to God you could use it for illegal immigration we have to have a new immigration strategy and we have to use uh, work with our allies and we have to use all the tools available to us and the president should have a well articulated to stem the instead of attacks uh, illegal immigration we have to figure out what are we missing because our illegal immigration system is unacceptable you can say it for anything let's try welfare I wish the president had a better strategy for welfare and then he worked with all the people and used all the tools and had a well-articulated strategy to stem the influx of welfare. And how do we miss all the welfare people who are cheating? Because this is totally unacceptable. It's not the America we live in. You could say it for every problem. And, uh, oh, I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Well, I mean, the reason I'm, I'm hoping it was like a point-counterpoint because the simple response to that is so inside a week – the administration, and I'm not saying Trump himself did this. I'm sure there were other people working on it and, and diplomats, etc., got China to say, if you go first, we're on the U.S.'s side. Like, yes. Listen, Kim Jong-un, don't you go first because if they go first, we're going to protect you. But if you go first, you're done. <laughs> and that's great. And, that, and I'm that's okay. That's a huge I'm okay foreign with policy that. win. That's a huge foreign policy win. Yes, I'm okay with having China step in as the uh, Mayweather-McGregor referee in this and go, okay, boys, I want a fair fight. You go first, they can retaliate. They go first, you can retaliate. That's awesome. That's all I've ever wanted. Well, and not, but not only that, it's exactly what Trump said he was going to do in terms of North Korea is make China step up. <laughs> Precisely. He and said he was going to do it, and he did it. And with Charlottesville, he said he was going to be a law and order president. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you break the law at one of these protests, it's like what Giuliani did in New York back yep. in the day. If you break the law, you're going to jail. See, this is not – there's only one side. Bullshit. Seems, seems like a good policy to me. <laughs> yes. Don't break it the is, law and you have nothing to worry about. And then they're like, well, he needs to denounce these people by name. And so he does that. And still they're talking about it. He was still they're talking it off about a it. piece of paper. He was, he was checking off a box, just like they're checking off a box. Okay, before I forget, because I, I see this, this one's just flown by. This one's been very earnest, very earnest and very fist shaky. And I don't like that. So I'm so glad we talked about boobs and unsolicited vagina pics. <laughs> that was a great uh, story. I heard uh, that. Oh, it was the best. It was the best. Uh, the Defenders last night really, really wanted to like it. Really wanted to like it. I liked season one and season two. Season two of Daredevil was fantastic. No, I never watched. The best, yeah. I never watched uh, Luke Cage. Oh, see, I liked that. Uh, that's what I hear. Very, very mm -hmm. popular. Uh, Iron Fist in the Defenders. Now they. I'm up on. I'm on episode three, and it started to get better. But oh, I tell you what. Uh, Iron Fist, swing and a miss. The swing worst. and a miss. Yeah, this I never dude got... looks like he should be in some uh, like nighttime soap opera. Uh -huh. Just not good casting. Mm -mm. I never got past episode four. And whenever he talks about, 
in last night's episode, Luke Cage is like, now Iron Fist. What'll happen if uh, if you're not familiar? Uh, he'll he'll concentrate. He'll be fighting someone, and, and the fight will go bad, and then he'll concentrate, and his fist will glow, and then he'll punch someone. He gets like one punch, and uh, and it's it's really powerful. So he's talking to Luke Cage last night, and he had punched he had he had punched Luke Cage with his, with his iron fist. He's you're got kidding this, me. Yeah, <laughs> and so so Luke Cage is like, "How do you do that?" And this kid with his little frosted tips. Uh, and, and, and he's sitting there in the dojo and he's like, I studied how to, how to, uh, concentrate my chi. <laughs> he, he concentrates and he puts all his chi in his fist. It, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't no, see, work. Like, now, I know he's part of the defenders, but they got to cut him loose. They got to get rid of this guy. Like the other ones, daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, I was always rooting for them, right? Yes. Like yeah. you wanted them to win. Iron Fist, I just I I don't root for him. No, and I guess he was doing a little bit of his backstory. He's the son of billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, then his parents died in a plane crash, and he was raised by these monks who mm-hmm. taught him all about his chi, which I go straight to, you were abused. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm if I'm in a monastery with a bunch of dudes and they're like we're gonna teach you about your chi, I'm gonna be like I'm good, I'm good to go because I know one of those uh, chi spots is in my butthole. <laughs> so oh, I think dear. I think I'm good with the chi. I think I'm good. I would not be a good Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, so anyway, it, it's just not the best. It's just not. No. Now I'm hoping episode four gets better. But uh, bad casting. Marvel does make mistakes. and, uh, and uh, Yeah, no, Iron Fist was a mistake. I'm still looking. I almost wish, but you can't because it wouldn't make any sense because he's kind of an anti-hero, lone wolf sort of guy. They'd stuck the Punisher in there. There's well, a character getting, I like. He's getting his own show, I and know. that's a good one. That's yes. A, that's a good one. That dude is talented, man. Yes, he that's is. That's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even oh my gosh, uh, the, the the sidekick to Iron Fist, his little uh, Asian girl who's very concerned for his well being, she's not the best. Uh, it, it's horrible to say. Well, and then like it, the person who's his biggest advocate at the beginning of the thing is that horrible lesbian attorney from Jessica Jones. I mean, in Jessica Jones, she was just evil. Now, are you talking about the girl from The Matrix with the dark hair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's boy. like she's like his his advocate in Iron Fist, but in Jessica Jones, she was evil. She was just a selfish, evil, awful woman. Well, I tell so, you, every time every time I see that actress, I go straight to the Matrix, and that does it for me. That yeah. just oh my goodness, oh my goodness, she was that was one of the sexiest things ever, ever. Yeah, no. Oh. It was fantastic, and her little glasses and her skin-tight, like, fakey leather outfit doing kung fu, and ooh, that was good stuff. Speaking of which, I still have not gotten to see Atomic Blonde. <laughs> I you know what? I, have I haven't either. I think I have, I have to give it up. Mm. Here's what's going to happen. I haven't seen Atomic Blonde. I haven't seen uh, Dunkirk. Yep. And I think that has to be now a plan for DVD. There's just too much good stuff on. I'm so – I work 
on uh, the, the sitcom and we're in production now and things are just going full tilt boogie and it and then I'm trying to do stand up and, you know, the, the website and this show and the TV show. I am redlining right now. And <laughs> right. I'm in I've yeah. been in fifth gear for quite some time. Yeah. And now uh, Game of Thrones that I can watch Game of Thrones. That's 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 a small miracle. And that I can carve out some time for the defenders. Uh, that's a small miracle. I, I We're in the we're in the golden age of of television now what's happening and this is great because this makes the whole conversation go uh, full circle the way it used to be you had four channels and you would stumble across some new piece of information you had never heard of before you know like oh well cbs news is this and then oh what nbc is doing that so as more people are like oh I'm, I'm watching netflix i don't have cable i'm just going to watch netflix and i don't have cable i'm going to watch amazon and hulu you're not going to stumble across new ideas and new ways of thinking. So this is, this is to me is the, the canary in the coal mine is MSNBC uh, being number one. So we have to come, we have to, it ha- and it has to be more than just talk. You have to support, and I've, I've never felt good about asking for help and, and being that guy. And I think that's a flaw of mine, mm-hmm. big time. I need your help. Like, and literally there are, very, very few people who are trying to be artists, work within the confine of the system, make pop culture stuff, make comedy, m- make some – if you don't – if you don't support theloftestparty.com, the podcast, the TV show and all that, don't be – don't come crying to me. Uh, in two years or in three years, we're like, oh, you know, we should have done that. We should have supported that guy. Oh, well, it'll be too late. Well, we grow by little little leaps and bounds every week. So Yes. I mean, um, that's the good thing. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, bummed out about it. Yeah. We're going uh, in the, the right direction. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So uh, I don't want to be a Nazi. You're not. I don't want to be a Nazi. I don't want to be a Nazi. You're not. You're not. However, uh, I would I would encourage everybody to do this. Play a little game of uh, of imagination, <laughs> and imagine that the government didn't take any taxes out of your paycheck. Look at take some time out of your day. The next time you get a paycheck, look at the look at the gross. Look at the gross. Mm-hmm. And then start thinking about what if I had to sit down and write a check for social security, for Medicare and Medicaid? What if I had to write a check for this state tax and this local tax? Ask yourself this question. Are you getting a good value for your dollar? That's no. where I am. Yeah. No, I'm not. I think I think most Americans would feel the same way. I I come at it from a different perspective. Tell me one government agency that's actually achieved its mission other than the Department of Defense, which has achieved its mission during several world wars and other things, and NASA because they got to the moon. Name me one other one that has achieved their mission that their their constituency and the group that they're supposed to be helping or the, the thing they're supposed to be doing is so much better now than when they came into existence. There isn't one. There really isn't. Now, there's small there's small little victories. However, to me, they're like common sense ones. Uh, I was watching a thing today about uh, oyster farmers, right? Mm-hmm. And oysters are on the uh, comeback. 
there was in this one town in uh, up here in the the northeast there was this town on there was a paper mill and this paper mill was just dumping all of its excess toxic mm-hmm. water into the bay so right. it was killing the local oysters and the clams and the blah 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 in the ocean and like in 1971 there was some clean water act uh, that was passed and so now uh, this bay is they're whoa they're making they got oyster farms and they're doing great they're doing great guns so because the earth would, fixes itself yes yes and that is where and this is where I think I stand I want a uh, better value for my tax dollar and I also don't want people to pollute the planet right I'm, no I, I want I don't clean think, air clean water good things <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yeah however I think like that so that happened in 1971 I'll mm-hmm. I'll give them I'll give the Clean Water Act. Good. I always thought that was common sense. Mm-hmm. Like, don't litter. But uh, so you can have a tasty oyster now because of the Clean Water Act of 1971. I don't know what that department has done since. Well, they but, turned a uh, river in Colorado orange. <clears throat> oh, the EPA is out of control. Yeah. The EPA is out of control. Completely. And, they want to manage puddles on your land. I mean, it, it's insane. Farmers, and like when everybody farmers was would have freaking lost out. the ability to irrigate their fields. Yeah, and everybody was freaking out like, oh my gosh, the, the arts community, the, the, the board of the directors for the White House arts, they've quit. Oh no. And I'm like, okay, well, there's a start. Exactly. Now let's, let's get, now let's go down to the Department of Education and get a bunch of those people to quit. Let's Please. go down to the EPA, get a bunch of those people to quit. Y'all. Let's just, just walk down the hallway and just like half of them, you're fired. Half of them, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the government reflective uh, more of what happens in, in reality? Well, oh, my gosh. Because the government's sole purpose is to expand itself. That is their number one job. Mm-hmm. Their number one job. And I, I made the mistake of saying this at work the other day. Uh, I, I'm like, when the media teams up with a political party, I get concerned. As, yep. a, as, an, as an American. Mm-hmm. And I swear they looked at me like I was crazy. And I, I realized, uh-oh, I can't let this like bleed into work. Right. Because you do – you sound like a crazy person. You sound like – and then it takes a long time to explain your stance because mm-hmm. right? you want to be very – like precise and you don't want to sound like a crazy person and then the longer it takes the more boring the conversation is and then it's like this other comic i knew you know somebody went to a bad college when there's a story right right when somebody went to a good college like hey where'd you go to college uh, i went to ohio state boom it's over mm-hmm. now somebody went to a crappy college there's a story where'd right. you go to college well i started at something some community because my grades from da 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 but then i managed to transfer like you're already bored right <laughs> So when you're trying to explain to someone that, yes, the media has picked sides, mm-hmm. they just look at it as like, dude, the media hasn't picked sides. I'm watching the news. I just watch the news. I'm not – so that is the, the, sco- the scope of the problem. They're just watching the news. They're just watching the news. I can't even remember what my point was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I remember the EPA and taxes and I just want smaller government and I want government to be – you've got the majority of federal workers are definitely uh, Democrats and so they're going to support Democratic candidates because they don't – they're not going to vote for the guy who's going to eliminate their job. 
this the, our system, while it's the best system on planet Earth, I firmly believe <clears throat> there's there are uh, problems like this well, that, there's that arise. Co- copious opportunities to tweak it. How's that? <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Because once- I personally feel that the most discriminated people against people in this country are people like you and I who really just want them to leave us alone. <laughs> like, and it's I don't want to- more government. I don't need you to tell me what to do. No, you're really not smarter than I am. Go away. <laughs> but you need the government because everybody's the Nazi. No, no. You know, I, I, I live in Georgia and I kind of live out in the sticks. You know how many Nazis I've met? You know how many white supremacists I've met? I, no. I'm guessing the six dudes named Bubba. No, they live further out in the sticks. <laughs> no, and then what? I've never wow. met Bubba, but like in my sphere, there's nothing, nothing. This is not even something we even talk about. But whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? We we decided uh, like uh, our little loftus party goers. We want to take our phones and go to places like Walmart and a local beer place and a couple other places. And we just want to ask people, who's Richard Spencer to see if they even know. <laughs> like, is this, is this even on the American consciousness? And when they tell me, no, I don't know who Richard Spencer is. Anti what? Antifa? Mm, no, no. So what are you actually concerned about? Yeah. And like, not do the man on the street, like, ha ha ha. You didn't know the answer to that. Like, cool. I'm so glad you said that. What do you want to hear more about? You know, just normal, regular, everyday people. And like cut that in and like say, this is what people are actually asking. Because it's well, not. It's not about Nazis. No, no. <laughs> However, uh, you're going to get like really, really boring. I want, you know, the, you know, health care. Yes, everybody's worried about health care. Jobs. Yes, more jobs makes everything uh, better. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be fun to do. It'd be, it would be really, really fun to do. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody could name if, – if Nazis are everywhere, name, name five. Yep. Name three. And Donald Trump doesn't count. Exactly. And, and Steve Bannon doesn't count. <sighs> name three Nazis from, from now. From now. You're not allowed to go back and say Hitler. Uh, I, bet, I bet people – well, I, I'm trying to think. I could name, I could name uh, Spencer and Duke. Right? Aren't they the big? Yeah, the, aren't they the big, they're the big Nazis? Kind of the big two. And so, All right, so let's let's keep our eye on those guys. Right. Otherwise, uh, move move about your 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 business. I gotta tell you, do you have a Michaeltopia? It is that time. I do have a Michaeltopia. Oh my goodness! Now. In the real world, there's crazy laws and crazy rules that we all have to live by. But in Michaeltopia, we have a different set of uh, laws and rules. We live by those. So hit us up with a new law for Michaeltopia. In Michaeltopia, we love free speech. And free speech that puts out horrible ideas is the best kind of speech because it's like a disinfectant. And everyone hears the horrible ideas. So in Michaeltopia, if you want to protest something or someone, you don't get to wear a mask. You don't. Aha. Uh-huh. I gotcha. I thought you were going another way with it. However, I like the uh, you can't wear a mask thing. If you feel so strongly about something that you are willing to get up off your butt and go to protest it, you do not get to wear a mask. I like it. And those are scary looking masks. You see those uh, Antifa dudes. Uh, uh, black hoods and handkerchiefs is mostly what I saw. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I saw some like real, some like demon masks and some skull masks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wh- if you- what are you doing that you want your face covered? Exactly. If your face is covered, you are up to no good. Period. Yeah. If you are uh, if you are a freedom fighter, uh, I don't know why you want your identity kept secret. Exactly. Last time I checked, the only people covering their face with masks were the criminals. Okay. Uh, in Michaeltopia, what's uh, good for the goose is good for the gander. If somebody in Michaeltopia attacks somebody with a car, and that makes uh, everybody on that side a Nazi, if someone does the same thing in Barcelona, uh, then that makes everybody on their side uh, a bad person as well. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. That's some little uh, – that's what I call uh, terrorism uh, comedy. There you, you go. Never hear, you never hear a lot of that. Uh, and well, in Sharia Michaeltopia – pretty good. Yes, which I tell you what, that's still my policy. If you want to know, if you want to know my policy, look up, go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and look up Sharia Land. Mm-hmm. That that is the the best way uh, for us to solve this whole problem. Yep. Um, in Michaeltopia, we are okay with your bodies. In Michaeltopia, we don't have, have the ginormous booties unless you're born that way. Then that's what makes you special and awesome and beautiful. Uh, if you've got if you got if you're built like Dolly Parton, that makes you special and awesome and beautiful. In Michaeltopia, we dig you just the way God made you. You can do little tweaks, but don't go full on crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was a great show. Uh, next week we've got a special guest. Every once in a while we do the special guests. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the show. Do me a favor, go to uh, iTunes. Someone on Twitter the other day was like, really? You're on iTunes? Like it was a bad thing. Like where else do you want me to be, guy? Uh, Go to (laughs) iTunes, give us a review. If you give us a review and if you do the little click on the five-star things, that boosts us up. It's all an, an algorithm that boosts us up. More people stumble across the program, and that's what we want. We want more people to stumble across a different point of view. Uh, and we're not we're not sticks in the mud. No. We want less government. That's what it's all about. Out of the bedroom, out of our wallets, out of our paychecks. Uh, stop, stop, stop. Less government is what we want. And we want more fun. We smile more because we're right. Hello. Have a great week, you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>